Hey, world changer. Welcome to A Single Truth hosted by me, your girl, Brian Nicole. Listen, it's about to go down. On this channel, transparency is the breaking ground to break through. So join me in doing the hard work so we can change the world by first changing our world. We're going to laugh a little bit, cry a little bit, but we're going to grow a whole lot of it. Okay, so tune in, sit back because it's about to go down. Let's get it. Hey, World Changer Gang. So we are back with the second episode of season two. If you missed the first one, go check it out. Like we came back with a banger, fruit over feelings. Like we're going to choose our fruit over our feelings this year, okay? But this week, I have been wrestling with everyone's least favorite word. Well, it's starting to become my favorite word the more I learn the power of it, but we're going to talk about it on today. And that word is no. The power behind the no and we're going to talk about it from a perspective that you're probably not going to expect but it's cool um you know we're going to break it down have a good time laugh a little bit cry a little bit all the things but we're going to learn what a whole lot of it (laughs) i know that's not proper english but it's cool i promise y'all i'm educated uh (laughs) but listen I was in my studies and reading this week and God really kind of like placed into my spirit and made me ask myself a question because I was in the process of contemplating going back to a place that God has brought me from and going back and trying to reconcile and going back and trying to make sense of whatever happened, right? I was in those moods and believe it or not, guys, you know, just because you are a believer in God does not mean your life is going to be crystal perfect every day. I'm going to stop and put a nugget there because I feel like a lot of people believe that us as Christians and us as believers of God have like this life painted with gold and everything is perfect all of the time. But guess what? It's not. The difference between a non-believer and a believer is how we choose to go about our trials, how we choose to overcome our trials, how we choose to learn from our trials, and most importantly, how we choose to respond. Because I'm not going to respond the same way I did before I knew Jesus. Like, you ever been in a store? This is a true story. I'm going to tell you what happened. I took my mom to a new grocery store. I'm not going to say the name because I don't have time to be sued. But I took my mom to this new grocery store in the area. And it was really nice vibe. She was really liking it. And it was this lady behind us. And it was just so many people in the grocery store. It's a hot store right now. Everybody's in and out. If you're from my area, you already know what I'm talking about. And it was crowded. So people were being patient. People were letting people go first. And people were being polite. Like you would think we were at a four-way stop in the grocery store. We're like, oh, go ahead. You were here first. And there was this lady, lie to you not, she's behind me and my mom. And I hear her say, move. And I'm like, well, okay, so the east side rose up out of me a little bit. Okay, like I love the Lord, but I still have that Simon Peter spirit. You know, if you read the word, then you already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I love the Lord, but I'll still cut your ear off like Peter, period. Okay, um, I'm a gangster for mine. <laughs> and I was just like, I turned and my mom, you know how moms are, right? They're really subtle. They're like patting you on the back. Like, it's okay. And she's rubbing my back like, no, come on, because she already knew 
the Peter was about to come out. Like it was about to go down. Like I was about to turn around and ask this lady, yo, bro, who are you talking to? But I didn't, y'all. I didn't. I didn't. And that example right there, guys, honestly, is a prime example of the difference between how a believer responds versus a non-believer. Because if she would have caught me and met me, you know, back in the day, like I want to say around like 2012, sis would have got a response. Okay, period. Like I would have said a few things and there would have been a few bad words in there, you know, a few bombs, you know, (laughs) and I would have let her know about herself. Okay, because not only did she say move, guys, she like nudged past us and like kind of brushed up against me. And I'm like, whoa. And her husband was like, I'm so, so, so sorry. I'm like, hmm. But anyways, but I didn't. I responded different. I didn't say anything at all. I think because my mom was there, I'm not even going to cap because if she wasn't there, I probably would have said something. You know, I wouldn't have like went all the way out, but she would have heard a few things. But y'all, I say that to say that the difference between the real difference between a believer and a non-believer is how you respond and not saying you're going to get it right 100% of the time, um, but it's how you respond in a situation, right? And I promise you, everything is going to make sense. I know I'm sharing this random story, but I promise it's going to tie into everything that I have to say today. And like I said, back to when I was studying, you know, um, God placed this question in my spirit. And like I said, I was contemplating going back, you know, to, to who I used to be. Just like in the grocery store, when that lady said, move in my mind, I was contemplating bringing the east side out. I was contemplating like, listen, she don't know me. I don't know her. We about to set it off. And I was in this mood in my studies and reading where I was just like, all right, God, like, would it be so bad if I tried X, Y, and Z? Um, Would it be so bad if I rethought this situation? Would it be so bad if maybe I thought I actually responded wrong. Like I literally was playing, replaying all these scenarios in my head, right? You know how we do, like we get in our head and we're just like, okay, well, if I play it this way, then maybe, you know, it'll come out better or maybe it will be better this way. But in actuality, God had already given me the answer a long time ago. And what was that? No. So God had me ask myself, Raya, how many times do I have to tell you no? And I was like, oh, big G-O-D, that one hurt. (laughs) And he was like, how many times do I have to tell you no? How many times do I have to tell you that's not for you? How many times do you have to repeat the same exact cycle before you understand that I know what's best for you? That's literally the question that God had me ask myself. And it stopped me in the middle of my tracks. And it made me think about all of the things I question when things go wrong in my life. But in actuality, guys, God is just telling us no. He's just trying to protect us from what it is that we can't see. Because what we have to understand is there's so much behind the scenes. There's so much that we can't see because he's the author and the finisher. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end, right? He's above and not beneath. Like he knows everything that's going to happen before it happens. So while we're complaining about the no, while we're complaining about not being able to get our way, while we're complaining and saying, oh my goodness, God is taking so much from me, we have to understand that there are things that he cannot see. So for example, if 
God told you no and told you to walk away from a toxic relationship or a friendship or a partnership or whatever kind of situation it was, whether it was a business relationship, whatever it was, if God told you no, you have to trust that he knew what was on the other side of that. And believe it or not, honestly, we always see it at the end and we're just like, dang, like, okay, when all the dust settles, right? Because whenever the no is happening, it feels like everything in your life is being kicked up in your face. And you're just like, OMG, when is everything going to slow down? When is everything going to make sense? It's so dusty out here. I can't see. But when the dust settles, right? Like in those old little Western movies and you see the, what is that? Hey, like straw, whatever it is, like go across and you can finally see it cross because the dust is settling. That's what happens in our lives. When the dust settles, you can finally see like, dang, this person really wasn't good for me. This person was toxic. This person was manipulative. This person was verbally abusive. This person was not consistent. This person didn't have no discipline. And the list goes on and on and on. And you're just sitting here like, okay, God, like maybe your no made sense. I just didn't understand. But we have to learn not to fold in the no. We have to learn not to fall in the mold of society when God tells us no, right? And I've been reading in the book of Daniel and I came across the story of the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace when King Nebuchadnezzar, he made this declaration that, hey, when the music plays, I need everyone to bow to my gold statue, right? And we know the story. We know how it goes. Um, They get thrown in the fiery furnace and then God is there with them and they are not um, engulfed by the flames and they walk out not even smelling like smoke not even looking like they just got thrown in the furnace like God was the fourth man in the fire with them and we have to understand that when we don't fold when God tells us no when we don't fold when life throws pressure when we don't fold when life throws us in the furnace we have to understand that we're not going to be alone that God is going to be there and if he's not already there he's coming Because the boys, three Hebrew boys, went into the furnace by themselves. They didn't have anyone in the furnace with them. It was literally them, but then God came. And sometimes what happens is God tells us no, and we get in the heat of our lives, and we're just like, OMG, this is crazy. I don't understand what's going on. And we're so ready to give up while we're in the furnace. We're so ready to quit before we even get in the furnace. I don't know about you, but if they would have tried to put me in a furnace, and the people that was putting me in the furnace burnt up before I even got in the furnace, I honestly might have considered being like, well, is it so bad to bow to that statue? Like, is it so bad? Like, if it keeps me from going in there, I mean, I can bow a little bit. I ain't got to bow all the way. But then, you know, that's how we are with God when he tells us no. We contemplate out of fear. We contemplate out of the unknown. We contemplate because we look at everyone around us and they seem to be doing okay because they did what everyone else did. But when God tells us to be different, And stand up for him, right? Like we talked about last week, stand up for him. He'll stand up for you, right? When he tells us to stand up for him, then all of a sudden we get all shaky. And we like, "Mm, this is stressing me out. I can't. I literally be talking to God like, you want me to do what? But that's not popular. If I say that, people won't listen to me. If I do that, people are going to think I'm rude or think I'm stuck up or think I'm better. And I'm not. I'm literally just being... And doing what God has told me to do. But those three Hebrew boys, they was like, listen, bro, listen. (laughs) 
I believe that my God will deliver me from the fiery furnace. And if he doesn't, he's still good and I still won't bow. So we have to get to the place where we understand that even his no is filled with goodness. Even when you have to be different and feel like you're sacrificing so much, all of it is filled with his goodness. Because like I said, he can see what we don't see. And then God dropped this idea and this bomb in my mind. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. The whole time we're thinking the no is punishment, it's actually protection. The whole time we're thinking God has forgotten about us, he's actually preparing us. Because in the isolation, you guys, you have to understand that in the isolation is where you grow. You don't see a seed counting on another seed to grow because a seed was designed to be planted. A seed was designed to be in the ground. A seed was designed to sprout and grow in the ground and grow through the ground. So you have to understand that sometimes you're going to go through some stuff alone. You're going to be in those dark places alone. It's not going to make sense. You're not going to like it. Um, You're going to be there alone. But we have to understand that even his no is filled with so much goodness. And like I said, I wrestled with this question all week of, Dang, how many times does God have to tell me no? How many times do I have to repeat the same cycles? When will I get it? And it made me think about this situation where I was dealing with this guy and I knew this person wasn't my person, right? Let's keep it a rip. Like we know when someone is not our person. But if you're like me, I literally see the good in everyone, I literally can see what God can do for everyone and everyone. (laughs) And sometimes, guys, that gets us in trouble. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It gets us in trouble. But at the same time, don't beat yourself up for having that heart to see people beyond their mistakes, to see people beyond their past. Because that is a blessing. Because a lot of people don't have that gift. Honestly, look at it as a gift. But we have to have that gift with discipline. Because if not, we'll get connected with people that are never supposed to be our people. And then we'll get in these toxic cycles and go down these rabbit holes and get in all these winds of emotions. And then when God has to tell us, no, it won't feel good. Right? Um, but yeah, I was dealing with this guy one time. And like I said, I knew he was not my person. I knew God, he was not sent from God. Like I just knew <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like when the dust settles, right? You see why God had to tell you no. And that's why I'm laughing. But anyways, I was dealing with this guy. I knew he wasn't my person. And God told me a hard no. Long time ago. Long time ago. And when I tell you this person, I used to tell this person all the time, like, yes, God has something so great for you. Like, I was that encourager. I've always been that person. And so I felt like I planted so many seeds in this person's life. Like I was like, yes, 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 yes. I'm planting. He's getting it. Yes, yes, yes. And the whole time, y'all, I'm sticking around like I'm supposed to see the seeds grow. And sometimes our responsibility in people's lives is to plant a seed, not necessarily see it grow. Because what happens is we get attached to the seed and the seed grows on its own. 
That doesn't, the farmer doesn't plant a seed and literally sit a chair outside of where he planted the seed and wait for it to grow. He understands that it has to go through seasons. It has to go through change. So why can't we understand that when God has to tell us to separate from people, places, and things, why can't we understand that just because we planted the seed, it doesn't mean it's our responsibility to nurture it. It doesn't mean it's our responsibility to grow it. It doesn't mean it's our responsibility to watch it come to fruition. And then we end up getting connected to people and creating soul ties and then battling on the inside emotionally because we were connected trying to see a seed grow and the whole time God was telling us no. And I'm sharing the story with this guy because literally I was on the verge of being like, well, shoot, like, let me go back and let me see how this person is doing. Let me, let me go back. And the whole time, I knew this person wasn't my person and God literally stopped me in my tracks while I was reading, while I was studying, while I was praying and journaling, all the things. And he said, yo, how many times do I have to tell you no? How many times do I have to repeat myself? Like, y'all, we don't want to get to the point where God clearly tells us something and we neglect what he says for how we feel, right? Fruit over feelings. We talked about that last week. Go check it out if you didn't. Um... You missed a banger, okay? But we don't want to get to the point where God is repeating himself and then he gets silent. Because when he gets silent, that's when things get dangerous. When he can no longer hear him, that's when you're in trouble. So while he's telling you no, I suggest you listen to the no and understand that even his no is filled with goodness and it's not going to be in vain. It's not worth you going backwards when there's so much more in front of you. Just like in the grocery store when I was about to, you know, tell grandma about herself, okay? <laughs> I don't even know if she was somebody grandma. She probably was, but you know, I was just like, yo no, she didn't. <laughs> and my mama just pat me on my back like I'm five and I'm like, huh <laughs> I love my mama. But um Mothers are great. Love them. Uh, But we don't want to go back. And we have to understand that we're going to be in the furnace sometimes. It's going to hurt sometimes. It's not going to make sense sometimes. Especially if you're one of those people that are literally striving every day to be better than you were yesterday because perfection does not exist. I don't care what no one says, but you can strive every day to be better than who you were on yesterday. It's all about the growth, right? Because transparency is the breaking ground to breakthrough. We're going to keep it real so that we can grow, so that we can change the world by first changing our world. That's what it's about. But I don't want you all to be discouraged by the no's. So you may be hit with some no's on this week. I don't know. It may be a job. And God is just telling you no because no, sis, that no, bro, you know, that job is going to take you away from me. That job is going to stress you out. Like I said, he can see things that we cannot see. It may be a relationship because that person isn't equipped. God is saying, nope, they're not equipped to go where you're going in life. So you got to say no to that person. And that always stings. Like it sucks (laughs) because you're just like, dang, especially if you really like somebody. But then you got to choose your future over your present. And I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in our present and how we feel in the moment that we forget that we have a destiny. That we forget that people's 
destinies, people's souls are attached to us reaching our destiny. And someone is waiting for you to get where you need to be so that they can get to where they need to be. And we get so stuck in our present that we forget our future and that we forget that everyone can't go, you know, where God is calling us to grow. Someone used to say that to me all the time. She used to say, Brian, listen, everyone can't go where God is calling you to grow. That doesn't mean you treat people differently. It just means you don't attach yourself to everybody because you're supposed to be kind to everybody. You treat no one differently. You love everybody. But that doesn't mean you have to attach yourself to everybody. So we need to work on our attachments this week, guys. We need to work on our detachments this week (laughs) because some people we got to tell no because they're holding us back. Some of our friends, friendships are holding us back. We say, well, I got to be loyal. I've known them since sixth grade. But baby, you're not the same girl you were in sixth grade. You're not even the same person you were yesterday because we're getting better every day. That's why I always tell people. And that's probably why I'm single now, honestly, guys, because so many people like you for who you are right now, right? But they got to understand that a major life event or something could happen and it could change the course of who you are in its entirety. Because we go through different things and we don't know how they're going to affect us until it happens. So I don't want someone that's temporary. I don't want someone that just likes me for my right now. I want someone that's going to be around when I change because I am going to change. I am going to grow. I am going to be different. So we have to get to the place of where we're detaching ourselves when God tells us to. When he tells us no, all right, got it, boom, let's go. Because if not, we're going to find ourselves in a whole bunch of fiery situations wishing that we listened, wishing that we didn't ignore the red flags, okay? Wishing that we let God and trust God the first time. And I've been in a lot of situations where I didn't listen to God the first time. I'm going to keep it hot. Y'all, I'm hard-headed on the low. Like, Jesus still working on me in Jesus' name. (laughs) Um, I've been in a lot of situations where I didn't listen to him. And I got myself in a lot of mess, a lot of heartbreak, uh, a lot of confusion, a lot of repeated toxic cycles over and over and over again. And I don't want that for you guys. Like I want you guys to live a life of abundance from jump. So I'm giving you practical tips and practical everyday things that you can place into place in your life so that it can function and move a certain kind of way. Um, so for whoever is listening to this podcast today, Don't be afraid of the no. Embrace the no. The no is powerful because that means God is up to something. He's preparing you for something. He's isolating you for something because, like I said, a seed seed grows individually. It doesn't need uh, someone beside it to grow. And I just want you all to move throughout the rest of your week like a boss, man, because there's something so great on the other side of your no. You just first got to use it. You just first got to stop repeating yourself. Discipline is important in 2022. Literally, God gave me three words to focus on this year, and I'm definitely going to break these down in the next few episodes, and that is obedience, discipline, and consistency. Those three words will change the course of your whole entire life. And trust me, we're going to break these down 
over the next few episodes because I really need y'all to get how important they are. And I'm going to show you in the Bible how important they are. Like, I understand, you know, people probably think I'm a Bible pusher. Like, no, I'm a God pusher because I know how good he is. Like, and God's word never returns to him void. And God is always going to be a part of this podcast in some way, shape or form because I know he's real. Because when the dust settles, I'm telling y'all, when the dust settles, I promise you it's going to make so much sense. But thank y'all so much for rocking with me on this good Tuesday. Share this with somebody. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I don't know. But thank you so much for rocking with me. And make sure y'all tap in, share this with someone um, because we're growing. And the no is so powerful. But love you guys. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining the party this week and tuning in to A Single Truth with me, your girl, Brian Nicole. Make sure you share this episode with someone. But guess what? The fun does not stop here. Make sure you head over to my website, briannicole.com. And make sure you, number one, subscribe. And number two, check out a new blog that's going to drop every single Friday that's going to challenge our perspective so that we can grow some more each day. Listen, it's been a pleasure. It's been real. It's been fun. But until next time, world changer, peace.